0: Hey there, and welcome to Reinventing the Digital Playbook. I'm Felix, a content creator and curious cat exploring the future of storytelling through conversation with industry-inspiring leaders to help you thrive in a digital first market. My guest on the podcast today is Angelica Stevenson, a tech influencer and entrepreneur who has established herself as a pioneer in the emerging tech space for business and industry leaders. Currently, she's operating as a Senior Technical Product Manager for Sky UK, exploring the cultural impacts emerging tech may have on the world. Angelica Stevenson, welcome to the podcast. Very excited to have a chat with you today, covering the topics of cultural and social impacts of technology.
1: Thank you. Uh, Likewise, very, very much looking forward to this conversation.
0: Jill, let's kick straight off. I want to know, how do you explore the future of content creation in what you do?
1: Great starting question, Felix. i um, been really lucky to have been able to do this for several years in a variety of different roles at Sky. A couple of years ago, I was working as a, a strategy and innovation manager at Sky, where I spent a lot of time reading and talking to industry leaders um, on the topic of content creation because... Part of my job was to understand emerging technologies, especially in the scope of content and understand how could these emerging tech methods impact the way we create content to make it cheaper or to make the process a little faster or a little bit more future-proof. So in that role, there was a lot of reading, lots of talking to industry leaders, lots of uh, talking to organizations that were specifically built to propel this um, future forward to bring it more closer to to the mainstream and i'm also very lucky in that nowadays i've shifted into a more product management role within sky so this has been able to help me uh, really understand at the call face what it takes to deliver the next generation of consumer products and i think a lot of my experience from in the past role has really helped in you know, putting me in a good place here so yeah, in summary, it's about how much can you immerse yourself in relevant reading and making the most of the network I've built to really understand where the future of content creation can go.
0: That sounds like a really fast-paced role with what you're doing because you're really working at the forefront of how technology, as you mentioned, is impacting the way that we make content. I'm curious, how do you see emerging tech impacting how we tell stories? Oh my gosh, worlds of potential! I'm telling you,
1: <laughs> um, especially now because I think we have to be, you know, we have to be mindful of the fact that we have the internet at a point that it's ubiquitous. Like we, if the internet doesn't work and it's not to the speeds that we're experiencing now, it's almost like it's almost like internet sits at the bottom of Maslow's hierarchy of needs. That's how important it is. But then, on top of that, we've got cheap storage, we've got more powerful compute. So, because of all these things existing, right, we've now got a situation where content experiences can really leverage of that. And emerging tech needs those three pieces that we talked about in order to uh, to really thrive. So, because of that, where I think if we think, I'm thinking of the shift of how uh, people consume content, right? So. We're not going to be consuming, but we're going to be able to really interact, provide commentary, right? And we're moving to a world where experience is going to become more bi-directional and immersive. I remember in- interactivity just being via a remote. That was the best you could do. You open up this app and you press a, um, you press a certain uh, set of keys and you'll learn about the latest brand of car model. But nowadays, we're going to be seeing... You'll see a lot more of our competitors, uh, Sky's competitors, Sky themselves, just trying to think about how do we accept through machine learning, for example. You're going to see a lot of AI and ML being used to personalize or ways to recognize what people are doing in the room so that we can tell stories in a way that interacts with the viewer themselves.
0: And what about some of the storytelling opportunities that have emerged from all these advancements in immersive tech?
1: Yeah, let's let's unpack that a little bit more, hey. So the opportunities can come through. Oh, I'll let me start in no particular order. So virtual reality. It's been around for some time, but when you do have VR, it's an interesting niche to be in. One of the things that our immersive tech team at Sky has um, just recently launched, and they call it Sky Worlds, where you just, you know, after putting on your Oculus Quest, you're able to watch football matches, but not just solely from the main camera angle, right? Or not just like from the viewpoint of a... Do you call them like when you're in the stadium you're a stadium spectator there you go and you sat there and you got this one view one of the things with Sky Worlds that it can offer is not only can you turn your head but you can also see the various camera angles that are available to you and you can select it so it's kind of like merging this experience of watching at your home you're watching it live because it feels like it's live but then you have these additional camera angles that you can tailor at your will which is a really interesting way of you know, sharing different angles maybe you start to see player emotions in one angle or you start to see you know how the opposition is feeling and then if you think about that sort of movie how can we start to shoot films in that same way right when you start to be able to see different perspectives and as if you're not only with the characters but then you can also transport yourself to the other characters to really start to understand a story from a different point of view
0: so, Angelica, we're talking about audience members starting to have a different experience, a very personalized experience. Say I'm at a football game uh, with this, you know, well, rather a virtual football game with this VR set, and you're watching the same game. We're both going to have a very different experience. So, with that in mind, how do you see that content's going to become more personalized for the audience? It's all about data.
1: It's all about data. It's all about how people interact with our services to give us the data that they um, that, that we need to make that experience more personalized. So, for example, in the case of football game, how do we communicate that? So, you know, I'm, a, I'm a Tottenham supporter, for example, and I really like a certain player, and I really love these moments. You know, these certain highlights about a certain player. One of the great examples that you can see in this um, in this case is how uh, we can create, say, automated highlights based on preferences or maybe based on time. So using AI and machine learning is a really good example here where I've started to see some uh, broadcasters and other content creators do this. They'll take note of the fact that People may not have been able to, to arrive and based on their uh, preferences they know about someone, they'll create um, automated highlights and showing those players, showing those key moments. And those, so sessions, if you will, those, those moments have been automatically done on a fly. Not everyone's going to get that same material because, of course, we don't, not everyone has the same preferences. So that's only just one example of the way that content will become personalized. But another way also is how um, behind the scenes using AI machine learning. How do you then aggregate some interests of mine with another set of interests? And it might not necessarily be based on the similarity of our content. With personalization, oftentimes, like you might also like but based on same interests. But what if it's like, discordant interests. it's like there could be some really tenuous connections. And that's where the beauty of AI and ML comes in. We wouldn't know this based on our own, um, you know, our, our own interests. We need a machine to tell us, hey, look, we're starting to see this cluster of, um titles here that perhaps we wouldn't like if a human was supposed to recommend that, and that can get surfaced very quickly. So there's a lot um, that we could do just with data alone, just um, just with the way that people interact in ways that we perhaps don't predict.
0: So content's getting more and more personalized, very in sync with our needs as customers and consumers of content, but how can it really be a driver of creativity? How do we keep storytelling at the center?
1: I love this question. It's a question that I've had a few times to a few (laughs) attempts of solving through various ways. It can certainly be a drive of creativity. And one of the examples I played around with in one of my previous roles was how do we personalize synopses for different audiences? So when you navigate to a movie or TV show, depending on who the person is in front of the remote, could we offer a different synopsis based on say their age or what they're into? And this is all powered by AI and machine learning that essentially understands how the target audience speaks. Also understands the, you know, what the initial synopsis was, like what the essence of the movie is. The benefit of doing that is you could have you know, the, the same essence of the content, but produce these with minimal effort on the human part. But- what I've also discovered from that, uh, from that exercise is we still need the human oversight to ensure that what gets produced is actually in line with, you know, it actually, number one, makes syntactic sense. Does it make semantic sense? And does it actually read properly? So yeah, you couldn't just leave it alone. And I think that's a real positive step in having the emerging tech and humans work together so the humans are, in effect, are much more efficient in the way that they do their job.
0: I was a bit worried um, you worked for Skynet, (laughs) Jel.
1: Everyone says that.
0: Jelica, some amazing insights there. I've got one final question for you, and it's a big one. How does content shape our perspectives and our behavior?
1: That's a banger of a question, I have to say. So various ways in my mind. So content, it's key for us in the way that it can transport us to different places in periods in time, just through our TV, it's our window of opportunity to understand different, you know, societal norms. If we if we so choose to be uh, observant towards it, right? So there's that part, and then there's a part to about content and helping us share experiences. And this was particularly evident during COVID, where for the first time for many, you could not be physically with people. And we, we started to see uh, across the tech community ways of how to bring people together. And then the other point that I thought about was that content can literally can shape up a perspective. So if we take, if we take the persona of content creator, right? How do we produce experiences where our consumers can actually apply sort of different shapes in themselves? And this can be fueled by augmented reality. You know, you, I'm sure you've seen on Snapchat or Instagram or anything, we um, any uh, equivalent software, we could just literally apply something and your face just shapes, right? And this is quite powerful as well. Like this idea of having not only the professional content creators producing content, but you've democratized that process with everyone else around you. The barrier to entry has lowered. It allows us to express ourselves so much more differently compared to before. So I'm really excited to see how this will expand in the upcoming years
0: a really interesting unfolding landscape sounds like it's on the horizon Joel, thank you so much for your time today and for sharing your insight really appreciate you coming on board the podcast
1: you're very welcome
0: thanks for listening and i hope you enjoyed this deep dive into storytelling if you're hunting for more information about this episode all the details are in the show notes And if you're feeling curious, there's a bunch more episodes just like this one on the podcast. Until then, thanks for joining in and I'll catch you on the next episode.